Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 159, if you will. Okay, cut off a minute. Okay, cut it back on. Turn your Bibles to Psalm seventeen nine. From the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who compass me about, from the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who compass me about. The foes from, from whom David sought to be rescued were wicked men. You do know, people, that there are wicked men and wicked women. I said there are wicked men and wicked women in this world. It is hopeful for us, he goes on to say, when our enemies are God's enemies, they were deadly enemies whom nothing but his death would satisfy. The foes of a believer's soul are mortal foes, most emphatically. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Pardon me. One of the tricks the devil has played on the so-called evangelical church, along with the charismatic church, and this is why so many people are bewildered out of their minds today. Because they have been sold a bill of goods, they have been sold a lie, they have been bamboozled, 
they have been deceived and they have run amok. I'm talking about the so-called church. Why? Because false prophets, false prophetesses, false pastors, and as I have told you before, there are far more false pastors than false prophets. And don't you ever forget it. And, and, and like most pastors, even the false pastors are very much beloved. It just goes with the territory. Prophets are not beloved if they are true prophets. But be that as it may, a big deception. Some people are using the big lie today. A big lie has gone on in the church, <coughs> which is contrary to what Jesus said, contrary to the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. That is, for the Christian, uh, everything ought to be always wonderful and great, no tribulations, no troubles, no trials, no challenges in the family or in the church. Everything is supposed to go smoothly and hunkadory for the child of God. And that's nowhere found in the Bible, nor from the lips of Jesus. Jesus Christ made it very clear that your greatest enemies will be they of your own household. A prophet is not without honor, save in his own family, among his own kinfolk. This is why I tell true prophets, don't worry about your family and being liked by your family. That's not going to happen. You're not going to be well beloved like the pastor brother in the family. And that's okay. You accept his gift and, and you accept your gift, but you do what God called you to do. And as a truly God-called prophet uh, slash evangelist, uh, you know that you better do what God called you to do. You have to. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel and preach the whole counsel of God. So, this is what has happened over the past 60, 70, maybe 100 years now. People have been told a lie. It's an age-old lie. That if you're being blessed of the Lord, everything ought to be hunkadory and perfect and wonderful in your marriage, in your family, with your children, in the church, and... Uh, and everything that you touch should turn to gold. And that's nowhere in the Bible. Jesus Christ said before he left here, and I'm, I'm talking, I'm adding to what Spurgeon said, ye shall have tribulation in this world. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So when tribulation comes and trouble comes and trials come, tempta temptations come, you're not shocked. You're not surprised. You're not thinking it's strange as Peter brought out. 
prepare for that. This is why God gave me this prayer. Before the coronavirus plague, God prepare us for good days and bad days. Oh, see, some, some sweet evangelical Christians say, oh, I don't have any bad days. Do you know what I'm talking about, man, woman, with your foolishness? Huh? You riding down the road at 65 miles an hour, just uh, singing your praise songs, and then uh, the car all of a sudden runs hot. That's not, that's not a good time. Well, you got to pull over immediately, or the front right tire blows. Okay? You have to deal with that. Bad things happen to saved people, for none of us are good. And then in the prayer, I pray, Lord, prepare us for celebrations and tragedies. Both and. See, this is what you don't want to get your head around. In this world, you have you have reasons to celebrate, and I thank God. I thank God that I've had way more celebrations and tragedies. But tragedies come. Problems and troubles come. Deal with it. Stop trying to run away from it. I mean, you can't have celebration all the time. You don't have any tragedies in your life, any problems, any tribulations, and any troubles. Because you're supposed to be some kind of perfect, wonderful angel on earth. Because you listened to a false prophet and a false preacher who told you that. You did everything you could to make your marriage work. But it didn't work. See? You're doing all that talk about I'm blessed and highly favored and all that. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Both wedding and fun- weddings and funerals can be bad. If there's a father marrying off his daughter, that's not a good day. It's not a... A magnificent, wonderful, great day. It's a, it could be very painful, especially with uh, looking at the Negro that she's marrying. You're very concerned. <coughs> How you raise your daughter to get an education and pursue her PhD and everything else, and but she's only interested in a hood rat. And if he owns a car, it's a beat-up, black, trashy car, or a bike, or a scooter, that's not a good day. Now, for Mama, who's glad that her daughter can get any man, it may be a happy occasion for her. Certainly a happy occasion for the daughter, but not for the father. It's a miracle that he even made it to the wedding. We know that funerals are not fun things. How could they be? So, Holy Father God, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us for celebrations and tragedies. 
Prepare us for weddings and funerals. Prepare us for life and death. You have to accept it all, people. Okay? You, you have to accept it all and prepare for it all. Thank God for the thousands of good times he gave you. But when the coronavirus plague comes as a chastisement and rebuke against the church, even you and your wicked, shady behavior, your whoremongering around, your whoring around, your side pieces, uh, your swinging, Oh, nobody knew about it, but God knew about it. Pastor, pastor's wife, with your girlfriend and your boyfriend and your lesbian friend and your homosexual friend. I know you don't like anybody to talk about your mess, but you started this mess. Oh, no, 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 no. Not the homosexuals and the fornicators and adulterers of the world. You in the church. And because you put it on Ashley Madison, you thought it was going to remain secret. Uh, let me help you. Nothing online, nothing on Alexa is secret. You understand? And uh, I know you're happy about your, your little robots in the household. Uh, just understand, they see you, they know you, they know your voice. And if they don't know your voice, well, they know your voice, but they will ask you to make sure this is your voice. Uh, there are people watching you through them. So just understand that. Now, if you don't have anything to hide, then, you know, you're fine. But if you're trying to do your dirt... Against God Almighty. God knows about it. The angels know about it. And other people in the church know about it. And people, there are people you don't know who know about it and who will use it to expose you and to exploit you. So that's why you need to be born again you need to be saved and not be doing any secret mess. Because you can't hide today, my dear friend. No, no, no. No, 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 you can't hide today. Everywhere you go, people are tracking you. If you have a cell phone, you say, well, they, they should not do that. They're not allowed to do that. The law should not permit them to do that. Well, you know, the law does not permit a lot of things, <laughs> but people are tracking you. People know where you are. And, and what you're doing, and where you're going, and what you're buying, and who you're with. There are people tracking you and following you, and once you drive up somewhere and park your car and get out, uh, they can hear you lock your door, and they, 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 they can call somebody inside the store where you're at, and ask them to challenge you or to or to uh, try you. See how you respond. Okay.
when people, even your family members who uh, call you and sound so urgent, what, what is your number? What is your number? Okay, if you're wise, you know the action that for a reason, especially if they don't call you that much. They don't call you at all. They want your number so that they can track you. And they can track you just through your telephone number. Okay. But, you know, if you're like me, you just go ahead on and give it to them. Because, you know, you're not doing... Uh, I'm not doing anything that to, to uh, hide from them. And no family ought to be that way. Unless you're doing evil. No family member ought to be that way. Everybody, everything in a Christian family really should be above board and open. No lies, no hidden stuff, none of that foolishness. But you, you do need to be aware that people are watching you and your evil. Please don't think you're getting away. God is not, you're not going to get away with it with God. But there are human beings who are watching you too. For they who war against our faith aim at the very life of our life. See, I have told my wife and uh, I've told some family members as well. I thank God the only thing you can attack me on is ministry work prayer and preaching and so forth trying to hinder me from doing that I've told my wife that many times down through the years you're trying to get back at me by hindering trying to hinder God's work I said I wear that as a badge of honor I'm not trying to be that kind of person I'm nowhere near Daniel of the Bible even though my name is Daniel. Nowhere near. But that's what they attacked him on. That's the only thing they could attack him on. His prayer life. His faithfulness to God. When you have a family member who uh, gets angry at you and tells you you're hiding behind the fact that you're preaching. Now you know that, that, that. Let me let me help you. That's the voice of the devil. That's the only thing they can attack you on. And you don't even have to respond to it. You just let it go. See? Now you, you know that's the devil. And it's designed to get you uh, away from preaching the gospel and preaching the word. I say to all preachers, in season and out of season, gentlemen, preach the word. Preach the word. If Dr. Tony Evans can preach the word nearly every day in some form or way, if Dr. Uh, T.D. Jakes, the finest two preachers in America, can, since, since the plague, have missed the beat, those two preachers, if they can find time to, in their busy schedules to preach their main focus is to preach the word and to teach the word because see what happened to a true preacher is that 
God will fix his heart. And you, you, this is what God is going to be saying to you all the time. You give yourself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Okay, leave all this other stuff. You can do that later. But this, this is the main thing you're going to be doing for me every day. Because the power is in my word and in prayer. It doesn't matter how many awards they have won or accolades they have received. That don't mean anything to them. They, they know deep down in their heart, and they learned this a long time ago, God wants them to preach. You can do other things if you want to do on the side, but, but this, is, this, is the, this is your main thing that I want you, this is the main thing I want you to do. Give yourself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And both of these preachers that I named and all other true uh, God-called preachers know you can't preach unless you pray. You got to pray to preach like they preach. And to have the presence and the unction and the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit on it. Okay? As we continue with Spurgeon, deadly sins are deadly enemies. Amen. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Deadly sins are deadly enemies. And what sin is there which hath not death in its bowels? My, my, my. What? Allow me to repeat that in your hearing. Go ahead, Spurgeon. And what sin is there which hath not death in its bowels? Those foes oppressed David. They laid his spirit waste as invading armies ravage a country. Uh, I double dog dare you just to read everything the Bible has to say about David. If you're born again, if you're saved, you will see yourself. See, this, this is the reason why we thank God David was transparent transparent with his relationship with God because he blesses us over and over and over again with his life with God by being transparent about his sins, his failures, his faults, his mess-ups, his screw-ups, and we're blessed constantly, we're blessed over and over again by his transparency. Some of you people are worried about uh, my wife getting mad at me because I say things like I say. Is, is, all I'm saying is the truth. And you, and you know why you keep coming back and you listen and, and you uh, watch and all of that? Because that transparency, just like in a movie, if you watch a movie that's based upon a true story, even if they don't tell you that, you know it, it rings true. It rings true. It may seem far-fetched for some, for, for a few people, but people who are in a marriage and living in a marriage, as long as my wife and I have, the things I say and the things I be praying, 
causes them to examine themselves to see whether or not they be in the faith. Question their spouse's salvation for good. Uh, it reigns true, my beloved. When you tell the truth and you preach the truth and you pray the truth and you, you, you bear it all because you have no shame and because you're dead, it reigns true. It reigns true, see. And people appreciate not this uh, appreciate this phoniness that we are so used to down through the years from preachers and their wonderful great families when they are the Adams family, the devil at home in the Brady Bunch at church. It's time out for that foolishness and we're sick and tired of it. And it's nothing but a lie. Fraud. Okay? Stop trying to make it seem like it's this, that, and the other. Because you're not helping anybody. Because everybody's going through the same things. Older saints, I have older preachers who know exactly what I'm talking about when I say what I say and do what I do. Those my age understand it. And younger ones can be warned by it. I learned that from David. Another thing I learned from David, which you learned too, is that for the most part, David acknowledged God in everything he did before he did it. See, that's, that's what made him successful. And that's why God said, he's a man after my own heart. Wives, you want uh, the favor of your husband on you and for him to safely trust in you? Just check with him before you do stuff. That's all. He's in God's steed in that family. You don't go out and buy a car without his permission, without his knowledge. Let, let, to check base with your husband. And, and things will work out better for you because that's what God wants us to do with him. Acknowledge him in all of our ways. And he shall direct our paths. Listen to me. If you don't get up in the morning and pray and ask God to lead you and guide you and direct you, you're going you're gonna to have a confused, <laughs> unproductive day. You're not going to get far. If you're his child, because he's not going to let you do that. You, God wants you to acknowledge him in all of your ways. I don't care how small it is. In your, in your mind, you may have five things that need to be done. Ask God about it. Talk to God about it. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. It may be simple things, small things, but if you don't get God in on it, the devil will get on get in on it. And it's going to be a mess. Or as wild beasts, desolate, desolate a land. He likens himself to a besieged city and complains that his foes compass him about. You have foes compassing you about? 
I want to tell you, you can have peace and joy while they're compassing you. And one thing, one of the beautiful things about God, I know He does this with me, may not do it with everybody, but God tells me that they're coming. God tells me who they are ahead of time. So when they come, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. I'm not bothered. See, when you're dead, you don't get shocked. <laughs> you don't get surprised and you're not bothered. It may well quicken our business upward when all around us every road is blockaded by deadly foes. This is our daily position. For all around us dangers and sins are lurking. O God, do thou protect us from them all, shall we pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this time with your Holy Word, around your Holy Word and prayer. And Lord, I do pray that your Holy Word and this devotional would, ha would find a lodging place in our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. And help us to acknowledge you in all of our ways. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. In that wonderful place called heaven. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It is called the gospel. Gospel means good news. 
Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell. Saved to what, you ask? Saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God, trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the Sinner's Prayer, which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins, and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me, and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart 
and save my soul from the hell that I deserve. And save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.